0: Welcome to The Responsible Podcast. Your host, Stanley J. Targos III, is the founder of The Responsible Brand and The Responsible Network. Enjoy today's episode. Hello, everybody. My name is Stanley J. Targos III, and I'm the host of The Responsible Podcast. Today, we have a great show, and it's all about retirement options and timing. And I know that some of these concepts are new, some of these concepts are old. They're all designed to help us figure out how to manage money, how to build our lives, and how to use responsible solutions and responsible strategies as we navigate life. One thing we know is we're all a little different. All of us are not the same. We're all wired different. God made us all unique which is why we're not all designed to be engineers, or advertising, or marketing, or surgeons, or chemists. We're all wired a little differently. That being said, our money works for us a little differently based on how we're wired. We might be more comfortable or less comfortable knowing what to do and how to make things work. But when it comes to retirement options and timing, this is something that we all might be able to agree on. We want to get to retirement and have enough money to sustain the goals and the lifestyle that we've envisioned. Very few people I meet want to work till the day they die because they have to work to earn money. Some people say when I ask them, when do you want to retire? Well, I'm never going to retire. Okay, when would you work and not get paid for it? If you love what you do so much, let's take that That's that answer of I'm going to work till the day I die off the table. When would you work and not have to work because you need the money? That's really the question. Because things that we can't control are how does our health change as we get older? How does our body change? Do we have the ability to get up every day at the same time? Do we have the same capacity to navigate 300 clients if you're a CPA or sit in a courtroom? Or read 50 hours a week and remember it? At some point, you might want to go fishing, spend time with your grandkids, enjoy the house, complete the project, have a hobby, play golf, travel with your spouse, do those kind of things on your time. So when you want to retire, don't tell me I'm going to work till the day I die. When do you want to have the choice to not work because you don't need the money is the question. That might be 60, 65, 70. I ask younger people, they say, when I'm 50, 55, I don't wanna work anymore. And I think if you're 25 and your goal is 55, that's 30 years, if you're capable of following a plan, we can probably make that happen. But if you're not capable of following a plan, then you should probably plan on working until you're 70 and then deciding whatever life gives you is what you're gonna accept. And that's a harsh thing to hear. Especially if you're 45, 50, 55 years old and you think, man, if I had done just a little bit different planning from the day I started earning an income, I would be in a much different place today. And I didn't need all of that McDonald's and $12 milkshakes and all the extra things that I thought I needed. I needed to enjoy life more. I needed to spend more time with my family I needed to take better care of my body and I needed to manage my money more responsibly based on my goals. I needed to understand how money works. How many people I talk to today, I say, tell me a little bit about your your 401k, your retirement, your IRA. What are you saving? What percentage does the company match? Do they match? They're like, I don't know. I just sort of I signed up for it 12 years ago. I haven't looked at it since and at this stage in my in my life, at this stage in where the world is at, I don't even want to open my statements. Well, in the middle in the middle of the jungle with all the crazy animals out there that are hungry and that are in in survival mode, the ostrich who puts his head in the ground to avoid being attacked by the lion doesn't survive. And I say that jokingly. Please hear me. It's not meant to say that if you're not paying attention, you're going to die like an ostrich. That's not the case at all. But what it does mean is avoiding the problem or not paying attention doesn't make the problem go away. It means if we're surrounding ourselves with a responsible team of people who are qualified to show us the right questions to ask, we don't have to be afraid of looking at things or understanding what's going on. Money makes people anxious. It provides anxiety in their lives because they don't understand it. They're doing the best they can with the information they had at the time. What we're doing at The Responsible Brand is we're providing better information so you can make better decisions based on the better questions that you ask, have a better understanding of what's going on so you can have a responsible outcome based on the actions you take today. We're eliminating that whole issue of I don't want to pay attention because I don't understand. Go and survey a hundred people in your community and ask them, when did you start paying attention to how money affected your long-term life? Then the next question is: Was it that scary that you weren't capable of understanding it at age 25? And the answer is gonna be no. So, what we know at the responsible brand is your retirement options and the timing of your retirement begins with the ability to earn. So if you've been working for 20 years or 30 years and now you're hearing this, fantastic. You've had the ability to earn for a long time. Now we're gonna show you how to make it work for you instead of against you. If you're brand new, right out of college, you got college debt and, and you're just getting your first job and it's not even a career, it's still a job, and you're making 30 bucks an hour, 30,000 a year, 50,000 a year, 100,000 a year, whatever the number is, don't think just because you're making money, you don't need to pay attention. Don't think because you have money coming in every month, you can waste the money from the previous month. Don't think you've got two years to figure out how to make it work. Maybe give yourself 60 days. Go enjoy whatever you want for 60 days. But on day 61, let's start implementing a plan because we don't want to waste time or money. And the habits, the strategies, and the knowledge that we instill day one have a ripple impact or an exponential impact on our retirement. You're going to work until you retire. And that seems like an obvious, thanks Captain, obvious, I didn't know that. But some people work and they never get to retire. They might be forced out. They might be forced into taking Social Security, but they don't get to retire. They're still, their life is dictated by a fixed income. That's not retirement, not in my world. Retirement means I've earned the right to walk away from my job because I have enough income to provide the lifestyle that I need. A very wise person 25 years ago said, Stan, retirement is not a factor of age, it's a factor of income. That's why when I meet the 25 year old who says they wanna retire at 55, I don't bat an eyelash. That doesn't phase me. I think 30 years is more than enough time to put a solid plan in place to provide you from income from 55 until you're 90. If you plan the right way, if you use the right tools, if you're humble enough to accept that you don't need to do what Dave, Rick, and Susie tell you you need to do in a blanket statement, if you're capable of defending what you're doing to your family, friends in the water cooler who are gonna poo-poo everything that you're doing different than what they're doing, but they're on track to fail, most of them. Just look at the numbers. How many people reach retirement, have social security as more than 50% of their income? That's a failure. Social security is meant to be the icing on the cake, not the main meal. Too many people in America are relying on the government and social security to provide their main meal every month and then they complain that it's not enough. Well. I hate to be the tough guy who comes in and says, not shame on you because that's not accurate, but that's too bad that no one took the time, no one cared enough, no one loved you enough to show you how to be responsible during your earning years so that you could actually retire to the lifestyle you desire. The responsible brand, we love you enough to have the tough conversations. You might hang up on us or have that quote, oh, my internet's going bad. We got to cancel this call. We get it. We know we just said something that's contrary to your beliefs and it's too big of a paradigm shift for you to get over that hump of what true knowledge is based on finances to make the changes you need to make to have the desired outcome that you want. You've been doing it for so long and you can't face the fact that it's not working. It's the insanity cycle, but we don't have pride. We have a desire to help you. Our goal is to change the landscape of America one family at a time by empowering the leader to make decisions based on facts, not fear. We recognize that part of our mission is to empower families to make financial decisions, responsible financial decisions for the next phase of life financially. That means what you learn in your 20s and 30s isn't what you need to know in your 60s. But it's a stair step, it's a foundation. You don't get to the 12th floor without first stepping on the first floor. Life's the same way. Money's the same way. Successful people weren't born with the knowledge of how money worked. They had trial and error. They were smart enough to listen to other people's experience. People say, Stan, experience is the best teacher. I say, that's half truth. That's a half truth. Experience is the most expensive teacher. Other people's experience is the best teacher because if they've succeeded or made mistakes, I don't have to go through the same trial and error. I don't have to lose time, money, resources, relationships, or burn bridges getting where I need to go because I wasn't aware. Someone did it before me. I can learn from them. We talk about the minefield. Do you want to be the first person through the minefield or the hundredth person through the minefield? I want to be the hundredth person through the minefield. Look at the stress level on the first person. They almost die from stress. They sweat blood. They're like Jesus on the cross. They know it's going to be painful. The hundredth person going through the minefield, they're whistling and singing zippity-doo-dah. What a wonderful day. There's a worn out path that shows them the next steps to take where a hundred other people have succeeded. If they stay on the path, they don't have to worry about stepping on a landmine. Well, financially, the responsible brand has thousands of people that we've helped. Thousands of active people that are currently working programs and plans with thousands of experiences that are succeeding. And when they don't succeed, we find out and we research. Is it because we designed a bad plan? Is it because the product didn't work? Is it because they needed a product and we didn't provide it to them? Is it because they didn't work? Is it because they stepped off the path? Is it because something outside of their control came in? A health issue. They got, they, their family grew unexpectedly and it was twins. What a blessing, but what a stressful blessing. Oh my gosh. Talk about stress, but talk about being able to be prepared for that in a way that honors your family, your goals, and your traditions. So goals determine the plan. If you're 25 to 55 and you don't have a goal, it's no wonder you're wandering. That should not be a shock or a surprise. Go take a football team, send them out to play the game without a game plan. Don't call in plays every play on offense don't tell them what you see on defense don't help them and then wonder why you're fumbling the quarterback's not communicating with the wide receiver he's throwing it to the wrong spot they're handing it off to someone who's not ready to accept the ball the blockers aren't clearing a path the defenders are just it's just chaos you have to have a plan on offense and defense And unfortunately, when it comes to retirement options and timing, the whole world wants to focus on offense only. How much did you earn? What was the rate of return? Well, that's not the solution. Let's start right there. That's a piece of the solution, not the solution. Your goal is not determined by a rate of return. It's not the foundation of the plan, the rate of return. The rate of return is a piece It's something that orbits the goal. It's not what determines the goal. If your goal is determined by a rate of return, then your goal has got a small chance of succeeding because that's something outside of your control. Something that we've been talking about for 20 years is the minute your plan is printed, it's outdated. The minute your plan is printed, it's outdated because life has already happened by the time it was printed to the time you received it. You might have had a job change. You might be thinking about a job change. You might be thinking about a life change. Something that happened to your parents affects your ability to work overtime. You lost your Saturday. They changed the rules. The tax laws changed. The cost of college went up. The cost of private school went up. You have a kid who's going to get into a hobby or a skill set that costs you a little bit of money. You want to do it. Everything changes. So what we need for retirement options and timing is constant course correction. If you set a plan in place and haven't looked at it for five years, you're really behind the eight ball. If you're working in a traditional world with a CPA who you see once a year who's focused on a tax refund, not the big picture for your plan, you're behind the eight ball. If you're working with a quote financial professional or quote financial advisor F.A. Who meets with you once once a year and tells you what your average rate of return for that year was, you're behind the eight ball. The constant course correction happens in about a dozen different areas. Not just rate of return, not just tax refund. If that's what you're focusing on, you're missing the big picture. Some things that require course correction, are you earning the income that you thought you're gonna earn today when you planned on it five years ago, seven years ago? Did anything happen in the last five years that derailed your plan? We don't have to think too hard about things that derailed most of our plans like a pandemic. And moving forward, we're not defined by the pandemic. But if we don't change how we think, prepare and handle the next one, we're going to constantly be living in that cycle of every five to seven years, having something that derails our ability to retire on the time that we want to retire in. And what we can't do is we can't afford to start every five to seven years from ground zero. We lose time. It's our most precious asset, precious, precious asset. Did your career change? Are you working from home? Are you working too much? Did you get out of a job and get into a career? Are you thinking that the company changed? Their core values changed? Their environment changed and you're not happy there? You need to find a different place to work. What do you do with the money that you earned? What if you go to a new place that doesn't offer match on the 401k? How does that change your output for what it looks like for you to retire? Does it change your enjoyment out of life until you retire and is that worth it? I tend to lean towards yes. But if you're going to do that, how do you change the rest of your picture to still accomplish your retirement goal on the time that you want to retire in? What about your family? Is your family changing? The course correction in their family happens all day, every day. I've got three kids. One day they want to be an artist. The next day they want to be an animator. The next day they want to be a video game developer, designer. The next game they want to be a basketball star. The next day they want to just be a dad. And I love that. What do you want to be when you want to, when you grow up? I want to be a dad. That's awesome. That's awesome. How do I support that? What can I do as a parent to support my kid's dream? Doesn't mean I need to be a multi-millionaire and put them in a trust fund that allows them just to have kids and be a dad. But it means I got to think about that. What's important to my kids? Where do they need to go to school? What's the cost of college? Is it a community college or a junior college? What do we need to do to succeed? How do I instill values in my kids so they wanna earn a living, they can earn the living that they need for themselves, they can maintain the lifestyle they want for their family, That for what's important? Do they need to go to Japan to learn how to draw anime? I don't know. But if they need to do it, how do I help them? And if I help them, does it cost 60,000 a year instead of 25,000 a year? What does that do for my retirement plans and my lifestyle and my goals? How do I absorb that course correction? What about transitions with my health? Did I have diabetes or have a stroke or have cancer? Did something happen that I need to have a transition plan for? Do I need new medicine that costs 600 bucks a month? Do my parents need assistance, which costs two grand a month and I need to help them because I'm the only one in the family who's got the time, the talent, the resources, the money? My life's in a spot where I have the ability to help them and I have a desire to help them. How do I transition into that phase of life from taking care of my kids to taking care of my parents? What if I need to move? What if the environment where I live changed? What if the election changed the the people that I'm around and I no longer feel comfortable there and I need to move? And moving means I need to change jobs and changing job means I don't know what's going to happen and I need to sell my house. What does that do to my big picture? And if my big picture is only based on a rate of return and a tax refund, how does that handle those issues? It doesn't. Which is why most people wake up at 65 to 70 and think I'm not prepared for life. They wake up at 75 and feel like they're broke because Social Security is their only asset they have left. How do we avoid that? How do we eliminate that issue from our future? What about... Buying new cars. If you tried to buy a car in the last 18 months, you feel overwhelmed, underprepared, and like you should have done it five years ago when you couldn't afford it, but it's more affordable than it is today. I went to look at a $100,000 mile car. I thought it'd be reasonable. They want $40,000 for it. Who's gonna buy a truck with 100,000 miles on it for 40 grand? Anyone who needs a truck today. Does my tax refund or my rate of return solve that issue? Not really. Kids' weddings? What if your kids were gonna get married in the last two years? And then the world changed and everything was canceled and then you had to drain your savings because what they were offering from support didn't make your lifestyle needs. You had to dip into your savings and your wedding fund and now your kid's ready to get married and now you got to pull from your IRA, pay penalty and taxes to make it happen. How do you handle that without ongoing, constant course corrections and changing on a six to 12 month window? You make knee-jerk reactions which have a ripple effect and an exponential impact on your quality of life during retirement. And of course you're going to do it because you're not going to put your kid's wedding on hold. That puts grandkids on hold. And that's the whole reason you have kids. So that you can enjoy the grandkids and the fruits of your labor and the fruits of their labor. And the joy that those little babies bring. So the market environment could also change. That requires a course correction. What if we're in a season where the market's in a ripple effect going down because there's the threat of war all over the place and everyone's uncertain? What if you're heading for a recession or a depression and people are uncertain about their jobs? What if the Santa Claus rally is going to happen this year? What if it doesn't? What if... Remember 2007, eight, nine, and 10? What if you had just come through the tech bubble in 99, the 2001 Tower terrorist attack bubble? You had four or five good years. as 2006, you're ready to retire. You think, thank goodness I've made it. You retire in 2006, then the housing bubble eats 50% of your portfolio in 2007. Are you prepared for that event in your retirement? Or do you just think a rate of return is gonna solve all your problems and you're not gonna be impacted by that? Well, I'll tell you what, there's another bubble that's gonna happen. I don't predict the future. I'm not a stock, bond, mutual fund guy. I'm not giving you investment advice. I'm not a CPA. I'm not giving you tax advice. Any one of those people knows when the next bubble is gonna happen? With 100% certainty, they're gonna be a billionaire. But no one knows. But are you prepared for it in your plans? Do you have a safety net built in? And this is what's important. The older you get, the less risk you need to take. Unfortunately, the older we get, the more we still think we're 19, 20, and 30 years old. I met a 75-year-old 70, guy who started playing tennis in his late 60s and finally got to the competitive nature of tennis, thought he was 25 years old, dope for something, broke his wrist, and said, Stan, what's amazing is I, I realize now that my mind is 25 years old in its competitive nature, but my body is 75 years old. I wish I would have realized it four weeks ago. With our money, it's the same thing. We wake up in our 50s, 60s, and 70s, and we still wanna be 25, 30, and 40, chasing rates return, Bitcoin 100%, penny stocks, this, that, the other, the next crypto, whatever, weed something, THC something. Buy it at a dollar, it turns into $16,000. Listen, the older we get, the less we need to be worried about the rate of return, the more we need to worry about what's going to be there when we need it. I don't care how much money you have today. What's important is how much money you have when you need it, when you retire. And the more you're not aware of the sequence of returns on your lifestyle, on your planning, and on your retirement, The more you have a huge blind spot that's going to come in and steal your happiness and joy. Because the people who live through 7, 8, 9, and 10 understand sequence of returns way better than the people today. Especially if you're in the last 5 to 10 years before you retire and the first 5 to 10 years of retirement. How do you mitigate that risk? How do you put some things in place that allow you to handle the ups and downs of the market with grace, with success, with confidence, protecting what's important to you. And the older you get, the older ROI does not stand for return on investment. The older you get, the more ROI should stand for reliability of income. Because when you wake up at 60, 65, 70, 75, and 80, your nest egg is not as important as how much money hits your bank account the first of every month. How much of your money has a cost of living adjustment on it or an inflation factor on it? How much of your money is fixed? How much of your money coming in every month is determined by the rate of return? If the market goes up, you're happy. If the market goes down, you lose. Not just your nest egg, but your ability to draw lifestyle. See, we need to be open-minded. And that's where the responsible brand comes in. We might bring ideas and concepts that you think, I don't want any of that. That sounds like what my dad said was a bad idea in 1985. Well, newsflash, it's 20, 2023. 20, it's not 1985. When you go to your doctor and your doctor says you need LASIK surgery, knee replacement or hip replacement, do you say, 1985, my dad got a hip replacement and it didn't go well, he died. No, they have different technology, different science, different results, different physical therapy, different diets, different medication, different strategies that make it better today. In fact, you're not in the hospital for two weeks after hip replacement, you're gone that day. You're walking tomorrow. Our money is the same way. Don't come to me and tell me that your dad did something 30 years ago, that's why you don't wanna do it. That's foolish, in my mind. Because that's not apples to apples. That's making an excuse so you don't have to learn. Someone that I was talking to said, you know, we still haven't talked to the person we need to talk to about this, so we're still in research mode. I replied back, I said, no, you're in procrastination mode. Research is taking action, doing something, being open-minded and learning. Procrastination is avoiding making a decision because you can't get a hold of someone. Well, you've wasted seven months. And in that seven months of, quote, research, you've lost 8% on your portfolio because you didn't take action today because what we talked about was different than what you thought it was. Well, that's not my problem. My goal is to give you the information so you can make an educated decision. If you don't want to do anything, I'm okay with that. But at least have the ability to be honest with yourself while you're not doing anything. Are you afraid of it? Are you embarrassed because you don't think it's enough? Are you more in love with the stock market rates return and the sexiness? That's cool. I'm okay with that. Just be honest. Because then I can help you. I don't mind taking stuff off the table. But I want to take it off the table for the right reasons. Because I don't want you to look at me and... 15 years, worse off, I don't want your kids to look at me in 25 years and say, why didn't you make my dad make a decision? He's in a nursing home. He's spending my mom's lifestyle money. He's going to die, and now I'm going to be responsible to have my mom move in with me because she can't afford to live after dropping a quarter million dollars on his unfunded health care that he was researching, quote, but he was really procrastinating. And by the time he realized how much he needed it, it was too expensive, and he couldn't get it. I want to avoid those issues in your life. I want to make sure that you're providing the quality of life that you need for your retirement. And we know that your needs are changing every year you get older. But it starts the first job you get. If you're young and you're listening, you can avoid all these problems by taking action today. If you're a little more seasoned and you've been part of the workforce for a few decades, you can change your next few decades by taking action today. We can have some honest conversations, we can have some robust discussions, but we're always gonna be respectful for you for your family, for your goals, for your priorities, and for what you value. The responsible brand wants to have the discussion. If no one cares enough to have the discussion, you have an excuse and your family pays the consequence. If we have the discussion and you opt out of it, at least you're aware of the potential impact. And if you don't like the solution we bring to the table, you can go find another solution. So remember, this is about enjoyment of life prior to and during retirement. It's not about every dollar you make goes to the future self and you miss out on today and people will avoid having a conversation if they think that we're going to put them on a lifestyle diet for 30 years and every dollar they make has to go for their retirement when they finally get to the retirement their fear is they've worked so hard their health suffered and they're going to die two years and two months after retirement not enjoy it we have to have balance we have to have responsible balance But the responsible brand believes that retirement options and timing can be handled with grace. We believe that God put us here to enjoy today and tomorrow. It's not an either or scenario. I either enjoy today and sacrifice tomorrow or I sacrifice today and enjoy tomorrow. No, it's an and. I can enjoy today and enjoy tomorrow. If you follow a plan, if your responsible brand gives you your guaranteed practical solution, your custom GPS that maps out what you should be doing. We know it's going to be outdated once it's printed, but if we have a game plan and we can talk about it, we have a starting point, we know what's going to change, we can have a discussion on what we need to change to still keep the goal the same. If the goal hasn't changed, then we have something that's stable that we can work around. It's when you don't have a goal and life throws a curveball that you don't know how to change it and you make knee-jerk decisions and you make this. Educated decisions without a goal in mind tend to not accomplish the goal. So let's enjoy life prior to and during retirement. Let's have a guaranteed practical solution or a custom GPS designed around you and your family. Have open and honest discussions with your responsible brand person. Implement what you like and be honest about what you don't like. We don't know what you're allergic to. We're gonna serve up a buffet. You're gonna get to choose what you like out of that buffet so that the plate that you walk away with is custom to your palate. And we're happy with that so long as you are. So listen, I know this has been a great conversation. I know it's been tough parts of it. I know it's been hard. I know you're thinking of people who need to hear this. And I hope this information makes it to them. So I hope this information has been a benefit to you and your family. The Responsible Brand wants to help grow the understanding of how money works. Please share with share this with others. Reach out to your responsible team and God bless you. Thank you for tuning in. For new and relevant information just like this, follow us wherever you get your podcasts and interact with the responsible community on all social media platforms. We'll see you soon.